0: Super Talk Mississippi Media Production.
1: William Carey University Athletics. Every sport you find exciting.
2: Crusader Talk. Crusader Talk.
0: This is Crusader Talk. Crusader Talk. We're covering everything William Carey University Athletics from the field to the court and the diamond on Super Talk Hattiesburg 97.3 and supertalkhattiesburg.com. All right, for an unconventional start to Crusader talk tonight as we've been covering live basketball action all day. Josh and I tag teaming it up with him on the women's game and myself on the men's game. We'll kind of set the stage for you. What we have for you tonight, we had a talk with Dr. Ben Burnett at halftime of the men's game, so you'll hear some of the live elements and stadium atmosphere during that, as we'll mention the halftime score. Ignore that as we kind of recap it uh, kind of in a – time warp if you will as uh, both carry teams fall today to Southern Miss but a contested battle at the start of the men's game tonight as William Carey falls to Southern Miss 64 to 42. We'll go ahead and kick it to the interview we had with Dr. Ben Burnett and then that'll lead us into kind of our recap as well here uh, after all the action here on a great Monday in November in Hattiesburg. So with that Here's what uh, the conversation was like for myself and Dr. Ben Burnett. And we'll continue the conversation and recap some soccer and a whole lot more as Crusader Talk continues next. We're joined here courtside by Dr. Ben Burnett. Glad to have you along for this game been a fun one so far for all the crusader fans that have come out here and it's been great to see a lot of people show up and i think a lot of it has to do with you know, staff and students getting an opportunity to uh, come in by just signing in at the door and uh, appreciate all the support that you guys have had in helping them get out here to re-green coliseum tonight uh,
2: yeah for those not able to actually see what's going on here uh tonight uh, they're missing out on a real Real treat to see the huge Carey crowd that have made the trip across town uh, to uh, cheer on our team tonight. And it's not just about cheering on basketball, but it's about representing the university. And uh, you see as many faculty and staff as you do uh, students up in the crowd. So it's a great night for William Carey. Good night for William
0: Carey thus far, and it's been a pretty good couple weeks for William Carey as far as athletics have been concerned.
2: Uh, Absolutely. As you know, uh, we have no shortage of championships and winning seasons and uh, all-conference and uh, all-Americans, and uh, we are poised to make a deep run uh, in women's soccer uh, uh, and men's uh, soccer. Women's team ranked number one in the country, men in the top ten. Uh, found out today we'll be hosting a first round with the men uh, 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 soccer uh, regardless of what happens in the conference tournament later this week we're already in the the semifinal uh, matches for men and women and um, and our women are undefeated ranked number one in the country uh, but also our uh, men's cross country uh, won the uh, tournament or the conference championship this weekend and our women came in second second. so uh, we're on a roll uh, in our early athletic season at William Carey University, Dr. Ben
0: Burnett, I uh, had a chance to listen to a your speech that you gave at the Baptist uh, Convention here uh, a couple weeks ago, and it uh, really showed out the, the different statistics of what William Carey has been able to do over the past few years, and the quality education uh, that has been made affordable for so many students uh, across both Hattiesburg and surrounding communities, and even beyond. Tell us a little bit about, one, what it was like for you to get to share that with a lot of pastors and other uh, Baptist representatives at FBC uh, Jackson.
2: Well, the very heart of William Care University, you know, we we have grown a lot, we've changed a lot, but one, one thing we haven't changed and we won't change is our Christian heritage. Uh, and our connection to the Mississippi baptist convention uh, we, we uh, started in 1892 but i uh, started our connection with the baptist convention in 1911 and so they support us not just financially but uh in every way possible Uh, for us to be in existence. So to be able to stand in front of them and give a good report, but just to stand in front of them and to say thank you for their support. Uh, And as you know, Caleb, my wife and I are on a a tour across the state every chance we get to uh, speak and or preach in Baptist churches across the state to thank them and to give an update on on their university. Uh, this This Sunday I'll be preaching in Tylertown. Very nice. Uh, which is w- w- one of my former hometowns. I'm, uh, I lived in several different small towns growing up, but I'm excited to go back to Tylertown Town uh, this weekend and preach at Tylertown Town First Baptist Church.
0: It's good to see uh, some people from Walthall County. Good to be down there in that community. Yep. Love visiting yep. them as well. Yep. Uh, I have a couple friends from there. but. you. Uh, also, you know, one of the things I mentioned you, you preached about or talked about there at the convention was uh, how affordable education is at right. William Carey. Uh, when you compare it to the major universities here in the state of Mississippi, such as Southern Miss, uh, Mississippi State, and Ole Miss, very comparable in tuition and cost of education.
2: Right, right. Well, we have to fight off a lot of prejudices uh, uh, about being a Christian university. Um, And one of the main ones is that uh, people think that since we are a private school, that we cost two and three times that amount. And you can find some private schools that cost that much. I toured one in another state last week that literally charged three times what we charge. Uh, They had a lot of nice facilities, but uh, probably also a lot of student debt. And uh, we we just don't charge that much. And if you compare the three largest public universities in the state and and added tuition, fees, uh, room, board, everything in, their average cost would be $200 a year more expensive um, than our average cost. So uh, William Carey is an affordable place to go to school and to get your education, uh, especially if you're looking in the area of education, uh, any any branch of the health care. If you're going into the ministry, if you're going into business, we just have something for everybody.
0: Talking to Dr. Ben Burnett, president of William Carey University, here at the halftime break as Southern Miss leads William Carey 28 to 19 at the end of the first 20 minutes. Dr. Ben Burnett, a couple more questions for you before we let you go and then we'll recap some of the first half stuff. But uh, is this a game you look forward to every year, getting to come down here to Southern Miss and see the Hattiesburg community get together? Well,
2: absolutely. I mean, the, the, one of my main missions as uh, President William Carey is to, you know, I don't really have to create a lot of success because, as you know, the success is all around us at William Carey. But I do feel like I need to uh, market and get our brand and our message out more. And this is just one way uh, to come and do that here tonight. But it's also a way for the whole town of Hattiesburg uh, because um, uh, I've spent an overwhelming majority of my life here in this town. And uh, this town is very special to me and to, for everybody in this town and surrounding area to know that they have two great universities and to be able to celebrate them both. Um, you know, not necessarily competing against each other, but we're here to, to celebrate the Pine Belt and to, to celebrate Hattiesburg. So it's a great night for us. Final question for you. Right. I, I saw on social media, and a couple other people
0: have uh, shared it with me as well. Uh, there's been a T-shirt that's been going around lately <laughs> of uh, William Carey undefeated in football since 1955. 1955. That, How did right. that come about?
2: Uh, well, uh, William Carey... Uh, did have a football team and, and uh, people all the time say, "Well, when are you going to start football?" And I say, "Well, you know, why run a good a good thing because we had two winning seasons, which you know uh, is difficult to do in college football. We had two winning seasons back to back, and I'm not real sure exactly on the history of why William Carey stopped playing football, but we stopped in '55, '56, and I um, uh, haven't played it since then. So just poking a little fun, really, at ourselves. Uh, because uh, football is not everything in the, in the college athletics. We have 340 athletes. We have 21 athletic teams, uh, and we compete very nicely, as you know, uh, uh, across the nation and in the area. Um, you know, while we're coming up short right now against USM, our uh, softball team played USM in an exhibition game a couple of weeks ago, and we won 7-2. to so, and as you also know, we have won this game in the men's game at least a couple times in the last decade. Uh, so we don't play in NCAA Division One, but we can uh, compete at times with, with people, uh, you know, uh, that you might think we're outmanned with, because we have a big heart.
0: Well, Dr. Burnett, I I hope that one of these days I'll be able to find one of those shirts. It's become a popular uh, commodity for people that saw it on social media. Everybody's asking how they can get them. Well,
2: you know, we didn't know if people would think it was uh, But We meant it just to poke fun at ourselves. And uh, uh, just to say, we know we don't play football, but, boy, we're good at everything else. So I tell you what, Caleb, I, I believe uh, y- your your father-in-law has some of those. And so if you could get in good graces that you might be able to get one. But if not, I think you're in pretty good with the president. And uh, uh, I will get you one very, very, very quickly.
0: I appreciate it because the first one may be a tough sell. Uh, <laughs>
2: Hey, I'm on your side. I don't know about him, but I am.
0: I appreciate it, Dr. Burnett. Thank you so much for joining Uh, us halftime.
2: Thank you, and thank all of the Crusader fans out there for supporting us. Pray for our our students as uh, we help them answer God's call on their life.
0: Coach, in this game tonight, William Carey had – So the miss on the ropes a little bit there in the first half, but when it came down to the latter part of the first half and into the start of the second half, so the miss just got fast and William Carey couldn't catch up.
1: Yeah, you know, we we got them stuck there um, around 1917, somewhere in there, with about five stops in a row, maybe more, and we couldn't convert. You have to take advantage of those opportunities, and we got shots, we just couldn't make one, and – you know they pushed it out a little bit there in the last five minutes of the first half, and I think they were up eleven at halftime. And then we turn around, we turn around uh, second half, and they were just really, really intensive on defense the second half. And they forced they forced us into some situations that um, you know we took bad shots, but <laughs> against the people we play against, the it probably a guy would be able to get get by the guy and you know make a layup and um, so yeah it's a different level it's a different level than what our guys are used to <clears throat> but man I'm proud of our I'm proud of our guys they just really played hard um, anytime you shoot twenty three percent probably not going to win <laughs> uh, kind of tough there and, and you know Jay they didn't shoot. They shot what 36, 37? So the defenses on both teams were, I thought they were really good, and we battled. We got a lot of loose balls, you know, on the floor, and and um, you know, ball being tipped around under the basket. Guys just hustled their tails off, and it gets frustrating. Um, you know, when you're playing, and and it's hard to run your regular offense and. And get the open looks you're used to, um, but they they hung in there and kept playing. I mean they, we never we never backed down, we never we never gave up. Um, you know we just didn't do enough offensively to to win the game, and it, you know we got out rebounded. I expected we probably would, but it it really we were we were out rebounded too the first half.
0: Yeah, really close there you know, in the first half. Yeah
1: yeah some of our guys got tired I mean Earl played his tail off and he he was tired and uh, Dylan got tired a little bit and um, he had a much better second half than first half
0: yeah only one bucket made there in the first half for him and then yeah yeah you, know, you look at guys like Gross that kind of helped Carey try to get some of that scoring back but it it just took a while for the second half to finally get in motion for William Carey I I think back to what you said about rebounds one thing that Southern Miss did really well in the second half was getting the offensive boards that they had 12 offensive rebounds uh, in the second half alone rebounding William Carey 57 to 40 uh, in total rebounding
1: yeah, they were really active and, and playing playing hard. I mean, I'm sure they got a nice little chewing at halftime. Um, and and they really, really crashed hard. And at the same time, our guys, um, you know, we were starting to wilter a little bit, you know, and that's not a good combination. Had some guys tired, and um, they, took it, they, they, they took advantage of that. But. You know, there at the end, we we picked it back up, and um, it, but it was during that stretch, first ten minutes of the second half, that they really, really got after us. And you know, we uh, we did a good job handling their pressure. We really did. I mean, they don't have four steals,
0: right? Turnovers are really yeah. not part of this yeah. game. Yeah.
1: no. I mean, I'm really proud of that. We didn't. They caused us to you know make some turnovers just because of the pressure they put on but but we did that to them as well you know we had eight steals and that's something I, I, i'm proud because we've got to play that way at times you know where we're really getting after people and um but we do need to we when we're not shooting well we need to be able to get some offensive rebounds um and, and putbacks and it's something where we'll – that's just effort. But I didn't I didn't say a whole lot in this game because, um, you know, we were really sending three back. We were rebounding with two, and we were sending three back because we didn't want them to get in transition. I mean, that one lob they threw from half court, uh, that was beautiful. Oh, I, of beauty. I was sitting there in dead line with it, and I said, there's no way. But, yes way. <laughs> yep, it was. And then, hey, two two possessions later, we did the same thing back. Exactly. So I was glad to have something for the the black and red up there. That I, I kind of looked up there. They, they love that one. So hopefully um, they'll understand that you come out to Clinton Gym this year, we're going to have a team that can do some things and play exciting basketball. And as the season goes on, as we start um, – executing better uh, we'll start making more shots i thought we thought we were really aggressive down you know we got to the free throw line a lot second half um and knocked them down we shot almost 80 percent. so that's a part of our game we have to stay stay aggressive i thought john rawls did an excellent job on the seven footer yes um you know i think john's more skilled offensively than he is
0: and John, you know, though he picked up a couple quick fouls there all together and had to get pulled, and you know, they're late in the second half, he really did make a difference. He even got in the scoring with a couple free throws on there.
1: Oh, he absolutely did. He was he was he was the better of the two big guys tonight. Um, now he's got a little bit more experience than the other guy, but but um, I mean, he John was good. He was good. Uh, we just got to get him in better shape. You know, that's two preseasons in a row where he's missed a lot of time with a calf strain and he, he, he can't get back in shape. and um, He needs to because he can he can help us. If he gets a, a mismatch in our league with a smaller guy on him, they're not going to stop him down low. Uh, but his last two games he, he played against kid tonight and he played against a 6'10", 350. Um, it was tough on him because he can't elevate Right, and something a lot of people don't realize—he can knock down a 15-foot jump shot. Oh, Yeah, I mean, he's a—you see it on his free throws. He's got good rotation, yeah. and, um, but down low, he's—he's he's a load. But you know, really, I thought if I had to pick out one guy that just played his heart out the whole game, I hate to do that, but Earl. Earl you know, he's a he's a he's a skinny kid. He's in there getting beat around and he's just playing his tail off and making some plays. He just you know, he's just not making shots. And and you know what, we played it played it um uh, Suno, he went two for eleven from the floor. And on the bus back, bus ride back, he told Willie Moody, our GA, he said, Moody, meet me at the gym at eight o'clock in the morning. Gotta get shots up. He's that kind of kid. And, and Takes
0: responsibility for him. Yeah,
1: he, he just – he's letting it bother him a little bit, and we need him to make those open shots. Now, they had some uh, – sometimes he took shots that he had to rush it a little bit, and he was kind of – you know, there were a few times where we took a shot where we kind of were, weren't were sure if that guy was going to get that close because Derek took one over on the wing in front of our bench. There's no way he saw, saw the rim. <laughs> no way! I think it was Crowley that he came out and he jumps. I said, "There's no way he even saw it," and but he did hit the rim on it. But you know, Derek's got to he's got to get back and get in the rhythm. And um, yeah, you know, our, our undersized guys played pretty well. Caden and Chris and Zandon. Um, Caden Caden is by far the best offensive player of those three. But Zandon can guard, move his feet, and hu- hustle plays, and Chris as well. Uh, Chris Chris wanted to dunk so bad. <laughs> he was, <laughs> you know, he's a Hattiesburg high kid, and he, he wanted – I'm sure he had people here, but he, he wasn't able to get free. Um, now, here we got we to turn our attention to Louisiana Christian um, because – it's a pretty good team, you know. The last time we played them, I think was year four last. They beat us at home. Um, over there, it's just it's hard hard to play over there. We did beat them the last time when we we had Starwood and and uh, pen two bigs, and we shot about seventy five percent from three the first half between those two and got us a big lead. And then uh, we ended up. They came back and turned it over a thousand times and. Uh, They tied it up, and we cleared it out on the last possession, and uh, Zark Martin hit a pull-up three at the buzzer, and we won it. So uh, it'll be interesting. It would really, really be nice to to get that W
0: over there and come back home three and one. So that is what's next on the Crusaders' schedule. As Coach, we'll look forward to seeing you out there. We will cover that one down there in Pineville, and uh, Crusaders will look to uh, bounce back after – it's been a fun game down here in Hattiesburg. Kept the Golden Eagles on the ropes there in the first half. Started to get away in that second half, but still a great showing for your team.
1: Yeah, I want to thank all the fans for coming out. We had it. We really were represented. Our guys felt them. Felt them their their presence there, and um, you know, USM had a nice crowd. It was a nice crowd, and it kind of was an ugly game, you know. And so it's hard to get the fans. There's only going to be a real. Great play every fourth, fifth possession, you
0: know. It's like everybody uh, waited for those big alley oop dunks to yeah. finally cheer about something. Yeah,
1: you're wanting to you know, hey, you want a game that's 110-109, right? And we get sixty something forty something, so but that's because both teams play defense. That's right. That's a good deal. Defense will win you a whole lot more games than making a ton of
0: shots. Sounds right about right. Well, Coach, thanks so much for joining us here post game. We'll let you get back to your team and uh, make yes, the short trip home. Okay, thanks. All right, Josh. So a long day uh, in William Carey Athletics as the women fall today against Southern Miss, and so do the men, but. You know, you learn a lot about these teams after games against Division One opponents. You also learn a lot about Southern Miss. Uh, both teams really defensive in the men's game. And uh, Coach Joy Lee McMillis on Southern Miss's women's side has a pretty good team this year.
3: I certainly do. And, you know, for William Carey to, you know, be down another post player to lose uh, – to lose a post player uh, again and and to be a little short-handed at one point playing a five-guard lineup uh, to get off to a slow start, to, to dig a big uh, deficit early. We're down 17 at the end of the first quarter, trailed by more than 20 in that opening quarter and just could never really find their way, couldn't make shots. And what William Carey experienced Coach English the ball club experience is that you get sped up and you don't even realize you're getting sped up in the ball game. Uh, I don't think the team was intimidated. I don't think that was a, th- I don't think that was it at all. I think they just got forced into taking some uncomfortable shots and were a little bit rushed, a little bit out of sync and shots that had gone down all year. I mean, this was a William Carey team coming into this game, uh, number one in field goal percentage in the Southern States Athletic Conference, number 3 in terms of uh, scoring at 77.3 points per game and just ran into a buzzsaw that is Southern Miss. And I think, you know, Southern Miss, a comment I made somewhere in the third, fourth quarter, a Southern Miss team that garnered enough votes to get to 40th in the preseason College Insider mid-major top 25 poll. Good enough votes for 40th. I think that might be a top 25 mid-major team when it's all said and done this year. That's a very good team. That's a team that's going to push for not only the regular season in the Sun Belt, but also push for the tournament title in the Sun Belt as well.
0: So you mentioned they got sped up in that game. And with the injuries that the Crusaders have, we really kind of have to look ahead to what's the recovery time for somebody like Ladner and uh, you know, for other girls that we're trying to you know, see recover and make an impact. You know, some are not going to be back. You know, people like uh, I believe Gabby Gallup is out for the year with uh, a surgery on her leg. Uh, have to get better details on all of those but it's going to be a, a head scratcher as far as what William Carey has remaining but there's still a tight bunch there's still a very competitive bunch as well uh, and They'll look to improve from this point forward and have some, you know, better matchups, competition-wise, in NAIA you know, versus what they had here tonight
3: against Southern Miss. Uh, Blakeney is a player that's going to be out four to six to eight weeks, at least four weeks. I'm with sorry, that, I meant with that, with that uh, of Latin, foot. Or my apologies. Kylie Seals has a chance to come back, um, you know, this season as well. So you got a couple of players that are going to get redshirted, a couple of players like Seals and Blakeney that you can get back at some point. And, and again you got to think big picture. Of course, everybody wants the 24-2 and two type season or whatever, but no, this is going to be a team that's got to stay healthy from this point moving forward, has to continue to develop, and the pieces are there because if you can get the post play back in Blakeney, if you can continue to develop Corpoos, uh, Cuevas is just a raw talent, long, athletic 6'2", um, but Day Day is uh, going to be a work in progress there. I do love Ladner. It was good to see Zoe Cooley, one of the players that was a bright spot, came off the bench, knocked in three threes in the ballgame today. They're going to need more scoring off the bench this year year as well, and so that was good to see. So, again, there were bright spots, uh, not the final score you want, and even with Southern Miss kind of pulling off the gas a little bit uh, with the respect they have for the Crusaders, um Again, learning experience. And so expect William Carey to take what they learned today and put that immediately into use when they go to San Antonio this weekend. They're going to play a true tournament-style challenge in San Antonio because they're going to play two games in Our Lady of the Lake and then turn around and play Texas Wesley, and within about an eighteen-hour period, they're going to tip it at five o'clock Friday night. Turn around and tip it off again at noon on Saturday, and in crazy, insane, quick turnaround to be back. I mean, you're you're playing two games, and like I said, eighteen hours. But he feels like the team is athletic enough and, and in shape enough and young enough as well. He he mentioned the youth factor is a good thing um, that they'll be able to handle that. And if they pick up two wins and they come out of this weekend five and zero then they're in great shape
0: it's a good outlook to have right there and you know we've recapped it, you know with coach knight's comments on the men's game and we'll kind of put that one to bed as now uh, we'll move away from basketball let's kind of talk soccer as we haven't gotten a chance to mention that uh both crusader teams last week getting wins in the opening round of the soccer tournament at home uh I was obviously impressed with the offensive shootout that the girls had as Zalma Torres comes away with a hat trick, as did Jimenez. Uh, but really, it's the guys that impressed me. In a much tighter spot, they had to be in. It was a more you know tightly matched-up group of uh, teams there, but still were able to hold – UT Southern scoreless, and in fact Kakashka gets uh, Player of the Week honors as a defensive
3: player in the SSAC. How about that? I think that's great for his confidence because in goal is going to be so key for the Crusaders moving forward. You know, we were talking; it was it was a conversation at lunch this afternoon after the ladies' game before the men's game, and you know, I was just putting out. I was talking to Tom who works all around our athletic department. and I was putting just throwing out questions to him, saying, "Tom, what about what about Mobile?" And he's like, "You know, Mobile is so good; that controlled the ball." In the league championship game of the regular season, uh, they really control possession. They've given up only one goal the entire conference slate. Wow! Um, that's how good Mobile is. So Mobile has found their kind of found their way, to say the least. Um, and then William Carey, you know Dalton State—that's going to be the team that they've got to to get through, right? And Dalton State is a team that gets under your skin; they're physical. Um, William Carey is obviously going to have a few wrinkles, but Dalton State's going to have some wrinkles as well. And so, for Carey to win a championship, to win the Southern States Athletic Conference championship, and and really make a push in the national tournament, uh, they they're going to have to play really elite soccer and then they're going to have to not get help but um, they're playing some really elite teams so so you want that team you want Dalton State and Mobile just to be not quite themselves and then Kerry does have to play very very well because we saw what the opposite looks like the opposite where Dalton State and Mobile were on their game and Kerry was a little off resulted in one nothing losses, 1-0 no losses, losing on free kicks in heartbreaking fashion. Kerry's not quite that team this year that can be off their game and take on the likes of a Dalton State and Mobile uh, out on full form and be able to win that. So so you, you got to go out and play your best. If Kerry goes out and plays their best, they've got a chance. Their best is good enough. they got to go out and play their best.
0: So looking ahead, Dalton State is the next game on the Crusader schedule as so they'll face uh, – the Roadrunners in Montgomery as part of the uh, the unified location for the remainder of the soccer uh, championships for the SSAC. Dalton State gets the win over Life University uh, last week, 4 to nothing. And if you look at the statistics in it, uh, the big thing that stands out is just how many cautions and even reds got issued to Life University. One player sent off, and then I'll have to check the uh, official mark of all this, but it looks like maybe even a coach got ejected as well because they issue a yellow card to the team and then as well as a red.
3: So I'd have to see what that meant for whoever was on the bench. They just wear on you and look at when those were, right? That was in the eighty first minute or eighty second minute rather, eighty one twenty two into that to that contest. They just wear on you mentally, physically. You have to be able to you got to match their physicality, but you got to do it smart. You can't run your mouth. You've got to know it's just part of what you're going up against, and you've got to trust the officials, right? If you're going to do any of the talking, you've got to calmly do that to the officials to just kind of remind them, hey, you got to see this, you got to notice this, you got to see this grab, you got to see this hold, you got to see this uh, little bit of of gamesmanship to put it mildly, as mildly as you could put it, from Dalton State because they just find a way to harass you and then it leads to the disqualifications. And then once they get you a man down, two men down, then they then they wear on you. Then it's over. It's just a matter of time before you break.
0: So the men will face Dalton State. And like you said, they have their work cut out for them. Very tough contest between those two earlier this year. Saw a couple players sent off uh, for William Carey. Uh, Dalton State will have the... Reigning Offensive Player of the Week, and William Carey has the Defensive Player of the Week coming into that match. Josh Ramos uh, on Dalton State sides, and then Kakoshka for William Carey. Meanwhile, you look at the other side. William Carey women get Zalma Torres, an Offensive Player of the Week honor, thanks to her hat trick she had against Middle Georgia State. Uh, it's the second time she's gotten that honor this season. And uh, she also had an assist in one of those 12 goals that William Carey scored against Middle Georgia State. They're playing
3: on fire right now. They are. And again, topic of conversation at lunch, and I just posed a real simple question to get some more feedback from around the room and around the table, and I said, is Kerry the team to beat? And the, and the the simple response was yes. I mean, they are that good offensively. This William Carey team, the number one team in the country, undefeated, number one seed. If they go out and do what they're supposed to do, then, then they they're going to go out and win a national championship. If they go take care of business, show up ready to play. And, and do what they're capable of. They're going to win a national championship. Uh they're going to have to, some teams going to have to come in play the game of the year and they're also going to have to have carry off and off significantly because again we mentioned it. It's not one player, it's not two players, it's a handful of players. You're talking about as an opponent needing 3 to 4 to 5 of those players to be off offensively in a particular game. So that that would be an Erips, Anna Salmon, Anna Torres, and a Azarias, and on and on the list goes. You got to have all of those players be off on the same day because any one of those players, if they're any one of those players, could be on fire and be enough to lift a Jimenez and lift Kerry to, to another game. So you got to have four to five of those to be off. I mean, it's remarkable because it's relentless when they're on fire just how good they are. And not to push past the
0: Crusaders' next opponent, but they'll face Thomas University on Wednesday uh, in the morning at 11 a.m. And this is a team that William Carey has already beaten once on the road at that, 10-2. So you look back at that, and the Crusaders were pretty dominant. The remaining teams in the tournament are Thomas, who will be Carey's next opponent, and the winner of that match will play the winner of Life in UT Southern. Uh, teams that William Carey uh, play close against UT Southern, 3-2, to two, the victory there, and also the same score against Life. So that's the toughest task for William Carey
3: is who's probably going to be waiting for them in the conference championship Yeah, game. I think about Life, I think about UT Southern, I think about a couple of matches where there are a couple of late goals uh, late in that match to tighten it up a little bit. But certainly competition is there, and again, it goes back to the uh, first comment. Those are teams that if Kerry is off and they come out and play the game of the year and play their by far and away best game, maybe even a little more so, just an, an, an out-of-this-world performance, they could not carry off. So so if Kerry comes out again and executes and does what Kerry is supposed to do, their best is absolutely good enough not, not only to win, to win a conference championship, win a national championship, but I would even go so far as to say if they come out and play really well, as, as well as they've been playing, to dominate and win a national championship.
0: So that match will take place at 11 a.m. in Montgomery. Meanwhile, the men's match will be that night, 7 p.m. Central Time, against Dalton State. And that should be a fun one for us all to keep our eye on as William Carey's men's and women's teams battle in the SSAC championship. Josh, we were out here tonight, and Southern Miss's men's basketball team got their rings as Sun Belt Conference regular season champions from a year ago. We have to give props to William Carey's cross country teams uh, for their performance this week. The men's team getting a conference uh, championship at their meet uh, earlier, and they uh, are crowned. And then the women's team just a little bit short uh, and come in second in the conference. So pretty great showings for both of those. And our props to Cooper Harrington and the way he prepared that uh, those
3: teams. And the way they've shown out this season, I'm gonna put you on the spot. How many consecutive for men's cross country? It was was not just the one, or it's either so many in so many years for the men's cross country team. So again, I'm putting you on the spot, Caleb. But uh, no, while you're looking that stat up, um, that's a lot of points, right, for the cup, for the for the conference cup, and so that, that's just to get to get the. Years started off in that in that uh, form, and that is, again, the fourth straight for the yes, men. There fourth you go. straight. You
0: pulled it up. Uh, Carson Barlow led the way for William Carey, getting his second individual conference championship with a time of uh, 25 minutes and 33 seconds. Uh, Sam Kramlich uh, was right on his heels, finishing with a time of 25-39 uh, to take second place. Yeah, great showing for the men's team, and, again, the William Carey women's team uh, finishes just behind. Uh, I'm trying to remember who it was. Maybe it was Blue Mountain. That uh, got the victory in cross country. I'm trying to remember off the top of my head, but don't have it at the moment. But great showings for both those teams.
3: And Josh, going to wrap it up tonight. Let's pick who our Seder of the week should be. Oh my gosh! I mean, I think you got to go to Torres, right? Because she gets the player of the week. She had the three goals, but she also added the assist. So that'd be a seven point match for Zalma Torres, the player of the week, the player of the week in the uh, conference. Um, and, and to do that, a former junior college national player of the year, to come in and to start hot and then work her way in for minutes, it's so hard to even get minutes on this Kerry team. That's the depth that Kerry has. We talked about the Kerry's second team this year would maybe be a top two, three team in the league.
0: Definitely could be, and also uh, have to give props to uh, some of the cross country award winners, including Cooper Harrington, who was named the men's coach of the year, I have to give props to him for that. Uh, Runner of the year was also Carson Barlow of William Carey, so credit to those Crusaders for the job they did. And it was Blue Mountain that won the the women's side of things, and got to give also uh, freshman of the year honors in the women's cross country side to Maria Torado. So credit to a lot of Crusaders for a job well done. Several players or uh, runners in the all conference team as well. So, Zalmatoris, your Crusader of the Week. I, I think that's a good choice. Uh, I think Andrew Kokoschka also, a good bid for that with three saves against. Uh, just lost it
3: for a second there. Who do we play this week in soccer? Oh, my gosh. Now you're Did you just forget it, too? Yeah, oh, it's been a long day. It
0: has been a long <laughs> hey day. Hey, look, we can edit that out later, right? We, we, get nah, mulligan, we, can, no, we get a mulligan
3: now. We get a mulligan. Been a uh, long day for
0: all of us as it was UT Southern. I thought so. I, I just wasn't confident enough. Uh, so, with that, uh, we'll wrap it up for this episode of Crusader Talk. Next week, we're going to be talking about the matchups for the postseason. As Dr. Burnett already told us, both men and women are hosting for the N. In- AIA opening round. So looking forward to seeing who the Crusaders will have in their bracket. Also what the seeding will be. Um, But we'll bring that to you next time we join you on Monday night. For Josh West, I'm Caleb Hamill. Thanks so much for tuning in to Crusader Talk. Until next time, good night. God bless. Go Crusaders.